Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of This Blows My Mind. Um, again, this episode is going to be myself, John, talking with Keith Bodela, uh, this time about melatonin, which is kind of a sleep aid that also might have some properties that help you uh, get into some lucid or very uh, vivid dreams. Um, I know it worked for Keith and myself. We talk about those a little bit, just as a little bit of kind of extra information. Um, I have been using melatonin since recording this podcast. I do continue to dream, have some pretty vivid dreams, but I've actually just been using it more medically, like as a sleep aid, um, and I found a whole bunch of use with that. Um, there are a lot of other really good podcasts and, and, and really good articles about melatonin on the web, so if it's something that sounds interesting to you, there's a ton of places you can go and look for it. Just remember, if you do uh, like the show, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, rate and review if you can. Five stars would be amazing. And if you have any future ideas for shows or anything like that that uh, you think I should be talking about or know about, the best way to get in contact with us would be through our Twitter page. It's at This Blows My Mind. I really like this episode. Uh, we'll get right into it. This is Keith and John talking about melatonin. This Blows My Mind. Welcome to uh, This Blows My Mind, again with uh, our most frequent guest, Keith Bodela. Say hello, Keith. Hello, Keith. <laughs> How many times have we been on this thing? Three. Three? At least. Robots, event changes, Library of Babel, this is number That's four. True. Oh, number four, okay. Uh, well, and two of those haven't gone up yet. Yeah, uh-oh. Well, <laughs> by the time they listen by to the this. Time this, this goes up, uh, I'll be up. Uh, just delete that uh-oh. Um, this episode was inspired by you, Keith, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm not sure why, I guess we'll get into why, like maybe a little bit of why you wanted to do this, but the episode is going to be about, um, the drug hormone, um, have you, have you researched melatonin? It? A is, little bit. Is it a hormone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a hormone. I got a bottle um, right here. Oh, the other, the other word I was going to call was a, um, dietary supplement because that's what it's categorized yeah oh yeah Uh, melatonin is a natural hormone in the body which helps to regulate sleep and wake cycles yeah there are no color added no artificial flavors no preservatives no yeast and gluten-free in this one nice is it vegetarian tablets too i don't know what that means i should say it on the front there Uh, i don't know this might not be good for vegetarians mine is vegetarian free if you're concerned with that Although I am uh, no longer concerned with that. You're no longer a uh, vegetarian? Nope. I had two chicken sandwiches, two day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. From where? Wendy's. Fast nice. foods. I've been knocking off all the fast food joints. Wendy's I haven't done yet, so I... Uh, so you knocked that one out? Yeah. Cross cool. that off the list. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, melatonin. Melatonin. Why did you... Why Why do you have a bottle of melatonin? Why, do I, why did I start taking melatonin? Yeah. Um, so I... Uh, I've been going to therapy for like a year now. I got a while ago, and then I stopped going because I don't like the dude. Yeah. Um, and then like a year ago, I was like, I should probably start getting myself like in order, like my anxiety. Therapized. Yeah. Because like, no offense to my family, but it all kind of comes from them. And it comes from their family too, like on handling stress and situations sure. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... 
I started going to therapy, and one thing she talked about was, like, sleep. And I was like, I sleep, like, terrible. So she was like, well, have you tried taking, um, like, sleep aids and stuff? And I was like, I don't really want to do that. Like, I've taken sleep stuff before, but you know how, like... Have you, ever, have you ever taken, like, a, like a Z-Quil or something like that? Yeah, I've never taken Z-Quil. I have a friend that swears by it. Like, he takes Z-Quil all the time. And it makes me want to take it. But I've been messing around with melatonin a little bit, too. And I think that might be the, the kind of the middle ground that I was looking for. But go on. Because, like, I would take it and then, like, you feel kind of, like, almost hungover the next yeah. day. Like, it's Certainly. it's real kind of weird. Certainly. Um, so... One of the things she suggested was taking this, like, melatonin. And I had a friend at work that, when I told him I'd, like, take this stuff for sleep or whatever, he was like, dude, take Ambien, like, or, like, okay, a, yeah. like, he takes that. Like a heavy-duty kind of thing. Yeah, and I was like, I really don't, like, I'll take pills for stuff. Because, like, I had a um, chemistry professor in high school. Uh, he was <laughs> <a, laughs> like, I had a pill addiction. Yeah. Like, oh, no, Keith, hold on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Today on a very special episode of This Blows My Mind. No, um, I had a... Chemistry teacher. Chemistry teacher who didn't take pills for, like, anything. Like, if he had, a, like, a headache or anything, he wouldn't take anything. If he had a cold, he wouldn't take anything. He was like, I don't take pills. Yeah. He's like, I don't do no drugs. He was like Elvis, basically. Actually, he did have, like, kind of, like, an Elvis kind of haircut. <laughs> cool. So he probably took a <laughs> lot of drugs. <laughs> yeah, he probably took a lot. But he was like, I don't take pills. And there are people that do that. They're just oh, like, sure. I don't... I don't do drugs. Um... And I'm not like that. My body's a like, temple. Yeah, but I'm like, I don't want to take something like, after hearing all the shit that people do with like ambient shit, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Sleep driving. Yeah. <laughs> like sleep eating, like all this like weird stuff. I'm like, I don't want to do that. So I was like, all right. So my therapist said, well, a lot of people try like this melatonin, um, take it like an hour before bed. It just kind of makes drowsy. It helps. You don't really have the hungover effect. Um, and you, uh, like, it, it helps you get a good night's rest. Yeah. She said the only thing with it is if you take it, like, every night for a while, you'll, your body will start to build up tolerance to it. Sure. So then it doesn't quite work as well. Um, but it'd be good to take for, like, you could take it for, like, two weeks, get into a sleep cycle, and then not take it, and then, like, your body will become non-immune to it, I guess. We'll yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, so I started taking it, and, uh, I take it just once in a while, um, because I try to, like, still actually have good sleep, but take it once in a while, um, but the thing that I noticed, and I'm assuming this, you wanted this to lead into why we're Go doing ahead. this. Go ahead, yeah, yeah, for sure. Why I brought this up, is, um, I noticed I get, I will get really weird, kind of vivid, like, vivid, weird dreams. Right. Whenever I take it. Yeah. And I'll usually end up waking up in the middle of the night. And it doesn't really disrupt my sleep. Like, I still wake up feeling rested. Yeah. Um, so anybody that is, like, looking for, like, a sleep supplement but doesn't want to take, like, a drug drug, I would recommend it. Because that at least worked for me. Um, but it, you do get really weird dreams. And then I, I was sitting at work one day and I was like, I wonder if this is, like, just a me thing. Right. Or if this is an everybody thing. And I Googled it. And apparently it's a lot of people. Think. Yeah, I didn't spend a lot of time, like, searching around, but it, if you type in melatonin dreams, tons of stuff comes. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's on the internet. Yeah. Um, so I texted you and was like, we should talk about this, and you should, uh, you should take it and see. And, um, 
Yeah, I immediately did jumped you? on that. I got it that day. Yeah, you did. You, sent, you snapped it <laughs> at me a picture right away. Um, so the first thing that I found was this article on Slate, and there was a part that I just wanted to read. Um, it's by Mark Joseph Stern. Three names. It's not good. Have you, are you going to do an episode on the three-name thing? No. What are you, what's the three-name thing? Like, the three-name thing is always assassins. Like John Wilkes <laughs> Booth, Lee Harvey Oswald. No. I mean, is it just those two? Uh, Mark <laughs> David Chapman. Okay. There's another one, too. Now, I, there's also a thing that if you go by a middle initial, you're more trustworthy. Like, if there's a middle initial in your name. Really? Like, I go by, like, John P. Oldfield at work. Really? Yeah. Because I'm like, some people know me as JP, my name's John, I go by John P. Oldfield. When I make my signature, as a P, yeah. You know what? I would probably be more trusting with John C. Riley, too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's where I got it from. Um, okay, so, uh, on Slate.com, uh, it's titled, My Nine-Year Love Affair with Melatonin. I did not read the whole article, so I, I don't even know how it ends up. Um Let's see. First of all, I had the drug on the shelf of a health food store, the kind that sells vegan dog food and horny goat weed. What is horny goat weed? I think it's. I think it's exactly what it sounds like. I think it's like a uh, like a Viagra, like a non-drug Viagra. It's something that like um, like Bill Cosby would say that he was giving you, but it was actually just giving you like a a Mickey. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. So okay, so he went to sleep, took it the first time after trying a bunch of other stuff. Um, there's a fair amount of research documenting the effectiveness of melatonin supplements as a sleep aid, but there's relatively little research to explain why it gives you trip, trippy, totally bonkers dreams. This phenomenon is well documented on the internet, but largely ignored by scientists, presumably because crazy dreams are not therapeutically relevant. Still, Yet. almost everybody I know who takes melatonin confirmed what I discovered on that first night. You will never dream as vividly as you do on melatonin. These dreams, as you know, are not normal dreams. Kicked up a few notches in intensity, they are a different type of dream. More akin, I am told, to lysergic hallucination. And that's where, that's the, I read that part and I was like, I gotta talk to John about this. (laughs) Then a typical Wanneric vision? Hmm. Hmm. That is. Uh, My mel... What's that? It's like a vision quest. Is that what it is? I don't know. It sounds like <laughs> My melatonin dreams are bursts of energy and excitement, sometimes fast-paced and fragmented, sometimes lucid and evocative. I've woken up from a melatonin dream with a deeper understanding of a friend or family member or a great insight into a persistent problem or that relieved, glazed sensation of stepping off a roller coaster. I wake up feeling refreshed with yesterday's thoughts, neatly compressed, sorted, and filed away. Um... Then it kind of goes into, like, why it happens, and I don't know if we want to read that later, um, but the first part says, why does this happen? Nobody really knows. Okay. Well, then, that's um, the end of your sentence. There's the end of so, your story. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but, so, I mean, that, what he's, what he's describing is the, the wild, crazy dreams that are yeah. not only super vivid, but their own category of dream. Is that the kind of dream that you had? So, I had a couple, um... Some, like, like, recently, I know I had one about, like, moving stuff, but I don't remember anything really about it. I know I had to deal with moving and that my dad was involved somehow. Um, you mean, like, moving, like, furniture like, and Yeah, house like, stuff. moving, like, house stuff. Okay. Um, but then, so, the first dream that I really remember being, like, this is real weird. Yeah. 
was um, I was basically like two face, okay. and half of my face was all messed up. Yeah, and like you could see like into my skull basically. And I was like, this isn't good. And I looked, I would look in the mirror and see it. Yeah, Phantom of the Opera style. And then I would, right. And, but it was like. Bad. Yeah, yeah. It's not like I was scarred. It was like, like Two-Face. Like it was (laughs) like, anyway. Um, And then I would go to people and I was like, I was really concerned about it. And I was like, should I get this? Like, what's going on with my face? Like, should I, I should get this checked out. (laughs) What, what happened? And everybody I talked to was like, I don't see anything. Ooh. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, like, that's how your face looks a little red, but I won't be worried about it. Like, I think it's fine. Yeah. And I was like, that is real weird. So I didn't, I didn't think about it like it, like trying to like figure out what my brain was trying to tell me. Right. And then I talked about it in therapy. And as soon as I finished saying it, her response was, you have something on your face. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, well, is there something going on that you feel like people aren't listening to you about? And I was like, N- yeah, yeah, I guess that I like, she was like, do you feel like you're not being heard in some aspect? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess I, I guess I do. And I was like, oh my God, I was like. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, And then the second one I had more recently was like, we were in, kind of like in our new house. Like, we just bought a house for people that don't listen to any of the other shows. Um, Yeah. You're not not listening to the whole network (laughs) of a background of Keith's life. Um, Like, uh, I mean, John knows this, but, and John and I didn't buy a house. I mean, like, me and my wife bought a house. Correct. Because I said we bought a house, but you, you and I did not buy a house. No. Um, but I am in your house. It's a lovely, beautiful home for the thank listeners. You. <laughs> thank you. Um, the uh, So we we're like in a version of our new home. Yeah. We we're in bedroom. Doors were shut. But in the new version of the house, the master bedroom was one of those that are that's connected to the bedroom and the hallway. Okay. And for some reason, like all of a sudden we thought somebody was like broken to the house and then there was, like, somebody trying to get into the bedroom. Okay. So I run over to the bedroom door, and I swing it open, ready to, like, fight whoever's there. Right. Nobody there. And then I see the door shut from the hallway into the bathroom. And so I run to the bathroom door from the hallway, open that up, and he's already, like, running through the bedroom. So I run back through, and my wife's like, he ran out into the hallway. Yeah, exactly. So I run out into the hallway again. And I miss him again, and basically, like, I just keep trying to chase him. And it's like Scooby a Scooby doing him. Yeah, it's a, or like a Benny Hill kind of situation, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then I, like, I woke up because I was like, there's a burglar. And then I was like, oh, no, wait, that was just a dream. Went back to sleep. I think I might have had a version of that dream again. Um, I love repeat dreams. And then the next morning, I woke up and I was like, and I was thinking about it later on, and I was like, oh. Because I feel like I'm just going in circles in life and, like, Whoa. like where I'm at right now in my life, like, I just feel like I'm kind of spinning my wheels and I'm not really making progress in anything. Even though you just bought a new home and moved into it. Right. But I think, like, in terms of the house stuff, like, I'm making progress. Because, like, when you buy a house, 
you have to paint everything and then there's stuff you have to yeah. fix up and like you're always putting boxes away and moving stuff and like you kind of make progress but so then at one yeah. point you look around you're like I didn't make as much progress I as you. I thought yeah I see or you're like oh there's more shit still to do um, and then other aspects of my life too I was just like I feel like I'm just kind of spinning my wheels and I was like that's what the dream was about sure so like I was like that kind of makes sense and then there's been other times where I don't really remember the dreams but I do think I wake up like more eased about like anxiety situations or whatever right yeah so I have like a, a couple questions that came up one is not a question it's just you said you think you had that dream again and I said I, I love repeat dreams yeah do you ever have a dream of like an area or like you said the, the version of the new house where you have a dream in that same setting for me it's a a version of my high school it's just much bigger it's like a Hollywood version of a high school and I have that same dream but every time I go back, I remember that this is the high school that I have dreams about, and I like know more about the school every time. Like I no, remember, I don't think I've ever had that. Yeah, I really like that's I like repeating settings because I feel like I know it. I I mean I've had dreams I think in the same locations, um, but not quite like that. Like okay. I don't have most of my dreams before this well this leads to my that's my second question okay do you dream normally i do normally dream most of my dreams though usually end up being like almost kind of nightmarish like i don't know like i don't i can't remember the last time i had a dream where i was like i woke up and i was like that was a good dream wow um when I do remember my dreams. I mean, are they, and it's not are, they, like, are they nightmares in the same way as there's an intruder in the house? Or is it like sometimes a devil raping you? For a while, like, a, like an intruder in the house or something okay. like that. Most of my dreams um, that I remember, like, lately, really, and every once in a while I'll write them down and stuff if they're, like, unusual. Yeah. But, like, for a while there, I was having repeat dreams where, um, like, the teeth breaking thing or, like, mm. your teeth falling out. That's yeah. a real common one that people have. Yeah. Or uh, variations on, like, a flood th- on like a flood dream. Okay. Every time it rains, you get a little worried. It's like it's starting. No, no, no. That's always... Uh, it's not like a phobia. You don't have, like, a rain. No, 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 no. The flood dreams are always, like, when you feel, like, overwhelmed and stuff. Oh, and life. okay. Like, people tend to have a lot of flood dreams. Um, and when you feel like you have no control over things, people either have flood dreams or like teeth falling out dreams. See, I don't, I I think my dreams are not as meaningful and maybe they're just not in the same way. Like I have a lot of dreams, like there's like a dodgeball tournament and somehow I got picked with like a really bad team. So I have to be really good. Like maybe that means something. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. Like I, I have a lot sillier dreams. I feel like. Well, yeah. Wow. Okay. But I like those. Those are good. Those are good style dreams. But you do dream. I do these, dream. But these melatonin dreams. To get back on melatonin for a second. Yeah. Are different than that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. They definitely. They definitely feel different. They feel more um, realistic. They yeah. feel like I don't realize that it's not a dream until after. Yeah. But like they're not like my normal dreams. They seem very um, much more specific. Like, before, yeah. when, like, when I was having, like, I guess you could say, like, anxiety-triggered dreams, it was, like, the, the teeth and the flood thing and, and you know, other stuff. But, uh, but these are, like, very, like, sp- kind of specific and stuff like that. Do you think, uh, have you ever, like, whenever you Google this, uh, one of the things that come up is, like, lucid dreams and stuff like that. Have you ever been able to tell your dreaming and do something in it, or at least tell your dreaming and 
be aware of that while it was happening? Um, once. I don't, I honestly don't remember what it was about at this point, yeah. but I, I know I've had at least one or two lucid dreams where I've been like, okay, I'm like, I'm dreaming and then I've been able to change something. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever necessarily been able to change something, but I often recognize that I'm dreaming mm-hmm. in a dream. Like I said, when I see like that school, I know that that school is my dream school. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm dreaming. I'm in the dream school and I'm dreaming. So, so like, if I if I were to like drug you, yeah. If I were to give you the, the uh, what's it when you go with, yeah, knock you out, okay, great. Uh, and then take you to that school, and like just drop you off. When you woke up, would you then be like, I'm dreaming? Well, it's not a school. It's 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 a school in a way that like Hogwarts is a school. Okay. Like, there is school parts, but the gymnasium, to get to it, like, you open the gymnasium door, and it's just a dark pit, and it's actually a pool, and you have to swim, like, like too far down. So it's, okay. And then you so, pop out, and there's a little cavern. So it's not, gymnasium. like, it's not the high school you went to? I thought you said No, no, no. It's just a version of a school. Okay. Like, it has parts that my high school, like, a real school has, but it's just grander than that. Like, it has a big double, the main foyer has like a big double staircase to get up to the next level. Okay. Like it's very grand. So there's there's could potentially be a part where you'd wake up, I could drop you in a certain part and you'd be like, I'm in my old high school, so I'm probably dreaming, and then you'd be like, No, wait a minute, this isn't as grand, so yeah. I'm not dreaming. No, I can tell immediately like I there like it was it reminded me a lot, and every time I think of it, it reminds me of um Percy Jackson. You were you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like it's like a like a modern version of like a Greek myth, mm-hmm. like the again I think it's the gym room. the the, the locker room yeah. is uh, like a labyrinth made of lockers, like okay. a huge maze. I remember so there was a fire like, drill and it took me so long to get out of it. <laughs> so like every time you have this dream, your mind builds and expands onto the story. Yeah, of- basically it builds to the mythos of the school. But while I'm there, like. I know where I'm going. It's not like I open a door. I'm like, oh, this is the gym that's in a pit. Right. I open the door. I'm like, here's the gym. Here's the so, pit. Boom. And I jump into the water. Do you, like, so every time you expand, you dream about this place, you expand into, like, a new area of the school. Pretty, pretty much. much. It's kind of like a new chapter. Okay. So here's my question for you. Next time you have this dream, I want you to think about how the area that you're now exploring or you just explored in your dream could relate to what's happening to you in like right. the real world. Could be true. There's a lot Cause of like maybe the school has like over time just become like your safe place. Maybe for your brain to work out whatever's going on in your real life. One time it wasn't a safe place though. There was, there was a fire drill. <laughs> there was a fire drill. <laughs> that fire drill. I was in the locker room with an old ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. and she had drugs, and we had to go outside, and she had nowhere to put them, so I put them all in my mouth, and my mouth was overextended like that of a chipmunk, or okay. a squirrel, and uh, I had to go outside, and people kept talking to me and asking me questions, but my mouth was so full, I couldn't even open my lips to make any noise. Why didn't you just leave the drugs behind? Don't know. <laughs> Needed to get them out. Okay. Do but, you remember anything that was going on in your life at that point? I <laughs> definitely didn't have to hide any drugs that I know okay. of. But, <laughs> but, uh, but they're not, yeah, it's not always like it's it's not always like a fun gym class. There are like weird moments. Okay. So it could be just building. So think, stuff that happens. think about that. Next time you dream, you dream of that school. So I take it you did not dream about that school when you were taking the melatonin. No, I've only had one dream that I remember from the melatonin. 
Okay. And that, I, I talked to you a little bit about it. It was not a lucid dream. Like I said, I've never been able to control something in my dream, but yeah. I was a, I was pretty sure I was able to recognize that I was dreaming. Okay. And this was the dream. And I recorded it on my phone too, but I like, it's just a rambling of sentences, but this is what I remember. Did you wake up like in the middle of the night and record it? No, I recorded the next day. Okay. Um, but this is what it was. There's, um, there was like an office building, like a, an office building it had cubicles and file cabinets. There's yeah. a lot of filing cabinets for some reason, but there was one guy working there and he was constantly moving and like going from filing cabinet to filing cabinet and putting stuff away. And I kept telling him this might've been the first or maybe in the second day that you told me to try this. Yeah. And I think my goal was to have a crazy hallucination dream. Okay. And I kept telling the guy that works there, Hey, I'm supposed to have this big hallucination dream. Like I kept like explaining it to him that I needed to have this dream. I was taking this stuff. Got to have a dream. That's my goal is to have a dream. And he just kept walking from file cabinet to file cabinet going, yep, you probably will. I don't know. I'm not in charge of that. I don't know how to do that. I'm not sure. And I just, and then I would leave and go to a different part of the office or a different part of the building or whatever. And just mull around. I don't, there was nothing memorable about that, but I would eventually come back to him and be like, still didn't have it. Didn't have that dream yet. I'm trying. I am trying to have that dream. And he would just continue to go, don't know, not sure. But the guy that was filing, um, looked like, but it was not, um, who's the, uh, the guy from spotlight and, uh, the, um, he's the Hulk, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. But it was Mark Ruffalo from spotlight. Like he like was wearing like a sweater yeah. and like he was just kind of like a reporter type of guy. But it wasn't Mark Ruffalo. It wasn't Mark Ruffalo, but it looked pretty similar. But it was like a character played by Mark Ruffalo. It was like, um, yeah, it was a Mark okay. Ruffalo character. Okay. Like if they made that dream into a movie, Mark Ruffalo could play him if it was a big budget trying to get an Oscar type of thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was it. But I remember, I'm pretty sure I was aware that this is not happening. This is a dream, but it didn't go any further than that. Okay. It was just me trying to have this dream. You were, you were just trying to... <laughs> okay. That's yeah. weird. It was super weird. It was really... It was kind of fun. But that's it. That's all. I, that's that's my dream of melatonin. Yeah. I will say this. And I recommend melatonin. I liked it. Also, as someone that has a hard time going to sleep. Yeah. If you take it, you feel like it's getting time for bed. Like, I feel like yeah, it's like, time to go to bed. The guy... And here's what I found. So, if you take it... The guy in the Slayer article says, like, an hour later he wants to sleep. For me, it's, like, a half hour. I would think a half hour, yeah. Um, but what I found, too, is, like, if you push through and you're, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to finish doing whatever I'm doing, mm-hmm. you almost start to feel like you're, like, hammered. That's funny because I thought about doing that, but I, I hadn't. Like I was like I was just doing because I, I was, ta- like, I, was tr- I was in this last couple of days or week I was trying to take it to dream mm-hmm. but I imagined that that could be a side effect yeah maybe I, that's weird that your dream was like about trying to have the dream I know it is it's weird that he was like working like he was like my brain like I feel like he was like my brain like my like dream librarian yeah almost he, like like inside out like it was like yeah. Mark Ruffalo and inside out yeah. like I oh, know that's not my part you can't find the other guy not charge dream was there anybody else in the office. There was no one else that I interacted with, but it was bright. Were there like background people? No, not that I can picture right now. But it was bright. It was like he was at work. This was his like job. Okay. It was weird. That's real weird. Um, 
I'm hopefully I can have a repeat dream of that and go see that guy again. <laughs> hey, I think I was having that dream. <laughs> <laughs> I was having that dream. And then he just like turns to you and is like, I know. <laughs> um, also, I'm Mark Ruffalo. So, okay. So it might be interesting to do like a follow-up because you're still going to keep taking it? Yeah. Take I, it now, have you been taking it like every night? No. When did we start talking about it? Like a week ago? I think it was like a week ago. I've, I really only took it. I was off work for a while. I, I, I have had a side effect where you said you didn't get the hangover feeling. I did get a little bit of grogginess, like, waking up. Like, it took me a while longer to get ready in the morning. It, um, it, you, yeah, you feel, like, a little bit groggier, and then once, for me at least, once I started drinking, like, my coffee and everything, I started to, like... Yeah, I, I, I didn't have a problem, like, the day being awake, but it did feel like I was, like, when I was in bed, I was, like, I could just be in bed for today. Yeah. I'll just sleep today off. It was like a little. It was a little bit harder to get up, it, and well, no, not for me. It wasn't. I shouldn't say it was harder to get up. It was um, harder to start to feel like okay, I'm you're waking, ready to go. Like I'm, I'm, I'm waking up. Now. Yeah. So I, I mean, I haven't taken it on most days where I knew I was already up late and yeah. had to get up early. Yeah. I just, I'm like, I already know how to get up in the morning. I'm not going to add something to it. So I really, I do like it. As far as days off, like sleeping in kind of days, but I'm still going to try and experiment with it a little bit too. And, 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 and yeah. that kind of stuff. Now, what milligram dosage are you taking? Mine's three. Mine's five. And I went with mine because it was the cheapest option for the most amount of pills, and it just happened to be five. Okay. Um, from the research I've done, which I don't know how long we're on here, I, I'm probably not going to give the full like background of it, but it is a kind of cool thing. There's a ton of podcasts about it. We're at like 28 minutes. Okay. So. But, um, but it's, it's, the guy that pretty much found melatonin and did a ton of work with it from like 1959 to like 1990. Yeah. Um, all you need to do, and MIT has a patent on it, is take 0.3 milligrams. And a lot of pills, the ones that like really get prescribed for you, are like a dual release capsule. So there's a capsule that breaks whenever you take it, and it releases 0.3 milligrams. And then somewhere later in the night, it releases 0.5 milligrams. And those, he says, works really well. The reason, or one of the like conspiracy type of reasons why all the pills that you see at the store are in one milligram or five milligrams or even 10 milligrams is because MIT has a patent on it being 0.3 milligrams and that's it because that was the recommended dosage. They assumed that it would be considered a drug and get regulated and the FDA wouldn't allow uh, them to make a 10 milligram pill. Yeah. But the FDA classified it as a... A dietary supplement, which is weird because melatonin isn't found in any foods that anybody knows of. Yeah, um, that, that that's been found yet. So the the reason people make it in such high doses is so they don't have to pay the fraction of a penny royalty to MIT for their patent. Interesting. Very. So what a lot of people do is even if you have like a one milligram, they'll like use a pill cutter and cut it in half. The other thing he said, which a lot of people, uh, some of the other people didn't say, is you can build up, like you said, you can build up like a tolerance. Yeah, to it. yeah. He said, if you just keep going and going and going, it'll like just fry your stuff and it won't come back. That's why the low dosage is really good. A lot of people use it for like airplanes and like if they're going on a vacation, they need to sleep on the plane. They'll take that before they go. Um, he said, that's totally fine. But if you use like a five milligram, maybe a three or whatever over a long period of time, it can like overdo your, your receptors. So you, so melatonin would stop. 
pretty much working, fried. yeah. Okay, and it would like never work. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if it was like an overload and fried until you, or if just overload until you stop taking it for two weeks and then you come back to it. Okay, I'm not sure. But he said all you need is the small dose. It's the same amount. He also said it's the one of the reasons why they put it as a dietary supplement instead of like a drug is it's non toxic. It's you can't overdose on it. It's not addictive. It's so I can't take so much melatonin that like I would. Just sleep for like three years. No, it's like it's like like vitamin B or something. Like you can just take it. Okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah, it's cool. But that I, I don't know if I and I'm not necessarily taking it. I, I'm not, it's a happy side effect that it does help me get ready for bed. But I was taking it to have weird dreams. So I'm not sure if that affects if you take a five milligram pill over a less than one milligram pill. Yeah, maybe that won't affect your dreams as much. It just helps you get ready for bed. So I'm not sure. Well, we should do a follow-up and see if you start having weird dreams. The only, if we do a follow-up, one of the ones that, one of the things I'd like to do is a little bit of how they made it, like how they made yeah, melatonin, yeah. because it goes back to like the pineal gland and pineal glands has all kinds of cool, like background yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. to it. And, uh, it's pretty cool. And the reason it's called melatonin is cool. They were actually trying to, they were experimenting on frogs to make them, whenever they exposed them to like pineal gland solution, yeah. they became light, like lighter, like, uh, their skin tone became lighter. yeah. yeah. So they were trying to use it to treat vitiligo, which is like the splotchy skin. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they were trying to lighten like human skin. Didn't work, but they found melatonin. And it's called melatonin because of uh, melanin in your skin. Okay. So yeah, they were, that like, trying to, like It was like a melanin balancer, but it's not the way that it interacted with frogs is not the way it interacted with people. Interesting. Very cool. So one last, one last thing. Do you, like, suffer from anxiety, really? Like, do you have anxiety issues? Probably, but I don't know. Like, not, like, actively. Like, when you normally try to go to bed, like, does your mind race? Oh, no, I just don't go to bed. Like, if I don't... The only reason I go to bed is because I know I have to go to work in the morning. Like, if okay. I don't have work in the morning, so, I don't go to bed. So, are you able to, like, okay, I'm going to go to bed, and then you just go to sleep? No. Or just, like... What do you mean? Like, if I'm if I need to go to bed... I'll lay down, I'll put one earbud in, and listen to, like, an hour podcast, okay. and make it about a half hour through, and then I'll be asleep. Okay. Somewhere in there. So, like, but if you, and you do that all the time. I do that every day. So, I've if, never gone to bed without a podcast in the last two years. So, before that, <laughs> okay, so let's go before that, then. Did you, how did you go to sleep? I don't know, lay down until I fell asleep okay i mean usually honestly it was usually with a tv on like yeah, i yeah, need yeah. like i've always needed to have like a sound on well yeah i'm kind of the same way but like do you remember like even still like do you remember like your mind kind of racing or anything because here's what i'm wondering and why we should follow up on this later yeah is like i think most people i would guess have taken melatonin or like sleep aid because they have trouble sleeping because of anxiety or, like, racing mind kind of thing. Like, they're thinking about everything they have to do tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. Sure. So, because you have that going on, when you take this, does that also aid in the triggering of your weird dreams? Where it's, like, hallucinogens where your brain is trying to, like, figure something out. Right. So, like, if you don't really have that, is that why you, like... Because, like, your anxiety for that night <laughs> was, was about having weird dreams. <laughs> yeah. So, like... Next time you're like, like, I almost want to tell you, like, cause yourself like anxiety. Yeah, cause yourself anxiety and then take it and then let me know what happens. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that'll, maybe, maybe. We'll see. Because, like, maybe that's it where your brain's like, 
that's it's a combination of like the anxiety and the melatonin that causes your brain to do that like hallucination thing or like where if you're sitting in bed like if you would normally be sitting in bed thinking about a whole bunch of stuff and like trying to already yeah, yeah. process it if you're just asleep it's like a combination of your brain trying to process like your brain's yeah, so then it, does, it does things. it in like dreams and stuff, yeah. but it does in a different way because of the melatonin. Well, and I, and I, we will be pretty much probably wrapping up soon. Yeah, yeah. But your 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 person uh, told you about this, prescribed yeah, yeah. it almost. Um, I mean, do you is that and and it came back to like help in the diagnosis or in like the the therapy in, in like yeah yeah. Figuring things do you out, think, yeah. I mean, is that is it like a drug that you think could be used for that? Like, is that a use of it to like, do you think dreams could be used in therapy and this helps you dream? So that could help in therapy. Um, so basically there isn't, so if dreams help therapy and these help dreams, does this help therapy? I would, well, I would say yes for a couple of reasons. One, um, a good night's rest will definitely help like any situation. Um, and then the other thing is, I mean, I would say that it would probably help therapy depending on what you are going for. Um, yeah, that's probably true. Like, if, if you're going, say for depression, for depression and anxiety kind of go hand in hand. Um, so chances are, if you're depressed, you also have anxiety, and then this will probably kind of help with that. But, like, I'd say probably it also depends on the kind of therapist you have. Yeah. Like, if they are open to thinking that dreams could help or something like that, which my person is, then I think that would help. Yeah. Um, but if it's, like, a different kind of therapy that you're going through, I don't know if that would necessarily help. But either way, you recommend it. I, I would definitely recommend it. Like, first of all, if you're having trouble sleeping... And it's relatively cheap. Definitely use it, because it, I like it better than the times I've taken, like, Zequil and stuff. Yeah. Um, or anything else. Um, and like, besides maybe feeling a little groggier in the morning, there's no real side effects to it. No. Um, and I feel like you're not like just putting more like chemicals that you're like, I don't know if this is really going to work into your body. Um, but yeah, maybe if you have anxiety too and you have trouble sleeping, it might help you work all of that out. Yeah. I'm into that. I'm going to continue to take it. Yeah. I like it. Try and let me know. Let me know if you have any other word. Yeah. I might even try. I don't think I have like a pill cutter, but I might try and mess with the doses a little bit and see what. Yeah. I think you just need like a knife. I think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Just get like a, get like a knife. Do you have a knife? Did you ever get a knife? I have knives. Not like, like a kitchen knife. I mean, like, have you ever gotten like a pocket knife? No. So I haven't? No. I like four now. I know. I like five. I was uh, one. I just, the, I just bought one in, in two seconds right there. Terry, one of the other people that I uh, yeah, yeah. wanted to do the podcast with, um, he was supposed to. He was supposed to. to oh, he's gonna make you one. He wasn't gonna make me one, but I was just. I just kind of dropped the line like as a way to like get him to talk to me again. Of like, hey, thinking about getting a knife. What kind of? What would okay. you look for in a knife? Okay. Well, yeah. What, should, what would you look for in a knife? What would I get? So, uh, so no, I haven't picked one up yet. I got. Uh, I got. I got a new one here. This. I got. I this saw one. that. This is uh, pretty good. Nice. This is uh, M Tech. Very ergonomic. Yeah. Very uh, very dangerous. My buddy has one that's like exactly like this, but it has on this side like a solar panel. So, like that would be on like a calculator. Yeah. And then like there's a little button here. and It's like a little flashlight. Flashlight. Too. That's yeah. cool. 
Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Utility knife. Um, so you, I'm, what I'm saying is you could get like a little knife and just do like a little pill cutting with the knife. We'll see. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having uh, if me I just on, get John. endorsed by a pill cutting company, I'd be so happy right now. <laughs> thanks for having me on, John. Yeah, thanks for uh, doing another episode of This Blows My Mind. No, that's not what we're going to do. We're just going to say goodbye. This Blows My Mind. Do I say This Blows no, My Mind? No, that's the end of it. I don't know. Okay. That's it. All right. Check out, uh, check out our Oh, episode. yeah, no, yeah. No, do, we, do we plug stuff? I think I didn't plug this at all at the beginning. I was going to do it, and then I figured I'd just add it on later, but let's just add it on at the end as well. Okay. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes. Um, you're obviously listening to it right now. Just hit subscribe. It's totally free. Who cares? Yeah. Go for it. Um, you can also drop us a friendly, uh, review. Five stars would be great. Let us know what we can uh, improve on, what you like listening to on this show. Um, and you can always check out Keith and myself on a variety of other podcasts that we appear on, um, including the documentary show that I do Which we're both on. That, uh, I do with Keith. Keith also is on a, uh sampling of other podcasts including uh, uh but, but you're wrong, wrong but you're wrong the flagship yeah and uh living room theater which yeah. uh, is hopefully coming back soon now that we've settled into the house and uh any fortune cookies i i think i'm gonna start that up again too okay well, i think i'm gonna start up uh, fortune cookie minute again too yeah and uh and then you're on uh i do watcher weekly you, you do a lot of watcher weekly i do a ton of watcher weekly which is a if you're into comic books and marvel news and stuff I, like that. i think i've been on one of them You've done at least one with Dan. I think I've done one. I want to do. An, I want to go back and revisit some old like comic book movies. Now that we're getting settled in the house, too, I'm thinking maybe you guys come I'd out love, one yeah, day. We'd love to do a triple threat. I got a TV in the office now. We can put on Iron Man three, do the commentary like we talked about. That so would be great. We just gotta get another Death chair. of Superman on the documentary show. There's a lot of options. We can oh do. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to do that one too. Yeah. Is there another comic book documentary we can find? It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Um. Okay. Uh, that's it, everybody. Stay tuned for the next, uh, poorly timed episode of This Blows My Mind. <laughs> I've been blown. <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> that's your new setup. Okay. I've been blown.